0: conference of champions rolls on no truck stops here we are the pac-12 we are the best of the best
1: welcome to no truck stops a pac-12 podcast i'm carlos joining me today is greg at banana morse what's up and Matthew Burton at no pit stops.
2: I'm I'm fine if Spa leaves the calendar. I'm I'm good with that. <laughs> uh,
1: no Avery tonight uh, after uh, some calendar drama and uh, also she's kidnapped and being held against her will at a baseball game. But she wanted us to know uh, that she won't be making any bad vibes picks. For a while, until week four, apparently, uh, uh, her vibes-based model needs more data to start the season. I guess so. Uh, we'll look, we'll look forward to that and see uh, see what she has. I got her picks down, but she didn't want to ma- make any bad vibes picks for a minute, so that's fine. Whatever. Uh, we've got lots of stuff to get through today. Uh, we'll take a quick truck stop to talk some Pac-12 news. We'll talk about whether the Pac-12 should play football in foreign countries, whether there's a QB controversy in Corvallis, and finally some actual real game predictions that we're going to make for week one of the Pac-12 football season. But first, we are once again asking you to leave us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Uh, big milestone. We finally hit three stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, folks are sending their reviews in, uh, so we're super happy to hear it. Uh, I, somehow we got to 3.0 but here we are uh, we're still firebrands on twitter though uh and still getting the odd one star review here or there so hope us to get to three and a half stars by october i think that's our goal right now uh hitting three was a big a big deal but uh three and a half
2: getting getting to three stars just in time for extensive racism to occur in the footprint very very excellent timing <laughs> glad we got there
1: <laughs> oh, we're getting oh yeah, we're getting some one-star reviews. We are definitely getting some one-star reviews. That's fine. uh also on our Patreon, uh, which folks are joining along live here now. If you're joining along here with us on our Patreon Discord, feel free to chat uh some questions or comments and uh we'll get them right on the show. Uh on on top of that, we also did a live watch along with folks on some truck stop football, uh Nebraska, Northwestern, and Ireland. That's the first time we've ever done that. It was a bit messy and a little weird uh we weren't there full-time which was hilarious uh but we are doing another live watch along this time with a pac-12 school and this time we're going to get full commitments to stay the entire game uh at least from me and matt i don't know if he co- committed to it but he's committing to it now i definitely did uh, not. <laughs> to sit through <laughs> to sit through asu Nor- uh, northern arizona on thursday night that game's at 7 p.m pacific so we're going to do another live watch along 7 p.m. Pacific, Thursday night, to watch the Pac-12 opener. Uh, We'll have our videos on, just like we do now and everything. Uh, People will kind of chat in to give us some comments. And uh, lastly, uh, we've got some bonus content on there. Uh, We just did an episode where Greg ranked the eight best running backs in the Pac-12. Had a conversation about that. Tore into Greg for for it. Um, So it was a good conversation. So if you want any or all of that, go sign up for our Patreon at notruckstops.com. If you're listening and you've signed up for our Patreon, thank you very much for supporting the show all right so uh let's get on with the rest of the show the first thing we wanted to talk about not super pac-12 related in fact not pac-12 related at all but uh, just a piece of news that was going around the country and and uh definitely had pac-12 twitter talking this past weekend byu was hosting duke in women's volleyball uh and a byu fan yelled the n-word at a black duke volleyball player uh repeatedly apparently byu very quickly put out a Bizarre statement, denouncing the fan um, and announcing that they had been banned. Uh, Pac-12 Twitter collectively went off on BYU. BYU fans were predictably defending themselves, saying this is an isolated incident, on and on and on and on. And I just thought we could talk about it briefly because we ourselves have gotten embroiled into controversy with BYU fans many, many times over shit like this. And I think it's important to say here, none of us are black. Uh, We got two white guys here, and I'm a Mexican. But I I think we're all committed to anti-racism, and and I think we're all pretty sensitive to the way that sports and race intersect. So I'm curious to hear what you all have to say about it, and then I'll have some thoughts at the end. Uh, Greg, do you want to start us off? Any thoughts about this wild piece of news?
0: First of all, I'm glad they banned the fan, and it seems like he's banned from all BYU athletics events, so that's good. But uh, I was very... Unsurprised, but also disappointed by how BYU responded to the whole thing because um well, not BYU but like their fans, especially like so many of them trying to like even just deny that it happened it is such a big part of the problem that like white people and especially white people in Utah like to try and pretend that these things aren't a problem, so they don't actually have to address it they don't actually have to change anything as long as they can pretend that it's not a real problem and BYU does that with such consistency that it's its mind-boggling. I don't understand why they can't admit that it's a problem and why they are so afraid of that change.
1: Matt, do you have
2: any thoughts? To to kind of continue that thread, it is okay to say that somebody else is racist and like that doesn't necessarily make you racist. There is such a sensitivity that the idea that you could in any way, shape, or form be tied to in inappropriate behavior means that you yourself are owning it entirely. And like, that's not what anybody's asking for. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to say like, this happened. It was at our event. We don't accept it. These are the things that need to be changed around it. And we are doing so. Um, so much of the issue when it comes into this actual fan issue is that like, apparently it was bad enough that a police officer got involved and was like, had to be brought over by the bench and yet still, in the moment nobody was actually removed from the game this is where like you so clearly see that okay yes sure it, it was a single fan it was dealt with appropriately but it, but it wasn't right and and that's where the issue really comes in of and, and where this begins to be more of a widespread conversation about whether it's the institution or the state of utah certainly this has been issues that have happened a lot at utah jazz games um and university of utah events that that it it's in the handling of it and that you don't get to sit here and say that it was just one person. If you don't handle it appropriately and actually, actually hold these people to the standard that you yourself are claiming. Yeah,
1: no, I a hundred percent. I think there's a lot of absolution of responsibility when it comes to these things. And I just have to say real quick, first thing, uh, racism exists in every college fan base. It's, it's a huge contingent in most college football fan bases, certainly in college basketball fan bases. This is a a common thing. It's not uncommon, and BYU is not the only one to deal with it. At the same time, uh, it feels like they disproportionately have this stuff come out, and their reactions are always the most defensive out of any of them, right? I think it would be so easy to just say that was fucked up. What was he doing? Or uh, we, like, really have to stop this. The other thing is, I tweeted about this. Uh, this whole, like, N-word, con- these N-word controversies that happen in Utah almost absolve people of the other kinds of ways that racism operates in this country. Uh, not just in terms of, uh, slurs, which are like sort of the most obvious, most visible, most aggressive forms of racism in this country, but also like income disparities and wealth disparities and disparities in health and microaggressions and on and on and on all of the material and the sort of, uh, uh, Verbal ways that racism operates like the people saying that it gives people like an easy thing to point to and say, Hey, I said that the n word was bad and that we should not be saying the n word, and therefore I'm not racist. Uh, and also, very few people in this state say the n word, so how could racism be worse here, right? Like, it's almost like it gives them an out to say, As long as you're against the n word, then you're fine, right? Like, we know. Even uh, a group of people in Utah who are called what do they call themselves? Deseret nationalists, who are like this far right wing, uh, the- like the- theocratic authoritarian group that's often been kind of outed as being uh, fascist or fascist adjacent at the very at the very least. Even they would denounce the N word pretty publicly, and that tells you how narrow uh, idea I, need, I I narrow the ideas people have about racism are in in Utah. But also in other parts of the country, so I think an interesting comment from Zach here in our uh, in our Discord: BYU fans have a hard time taking responsibility because they can't separate themselves from the university and their own identity. I mean that's like such a huge part of it. I don't know—is that what the culture is like in Utah? Greg, Matt, you two are in Utah. Is that is the identification with BYU uh, just so tightly intertwined with people's identity that they have a hard time calling this shit out?
0: Yeah, I think he nailed it.
2: Yeah, and there's certainly the religious undertone of it, where where there's the I mean, truly, like, you, you identify yourself as your values and ethics and, and how you act and, and who you are and what you believe in. And a lot of the time, for a lot of people, that that is religion. And so, um, certainly, the religious connection to the institution, I will say, like, any and every fan base reacts the exact same way. Nobody can, like, it, as separate themselves from their institution. Carlos, as a continued UCLA fan despite all the damage that they continue to do to his own psyche is is evidence of that. So I don't <laughs> I don't know that it's it's at anything that's necessarily abnormal across the college athletics landscape. Um but I do think that there is certainly the religious undertone of it.
1: Um
0: Yeah. Greg, you were going to say something. I think it's true and I think uh there's a big reason there are a lot of Utah fans that defend BYU because they see themselves as connected with the institution because of their religion and uh that <laughs> Yeah, I think that just makes all the problems worse because people find themselves even more invested than they normally would be in their uh, in their university. That's
1: the sense that I get, that like there's some tight connection with the LDS church and stuff that, that causes people to, to be a lot more defensive of these things. Our homie Guac sent in a tweet that I think is pretty good. Uh, this is from at Jam C. John. If someone says something racist and the nine people around them don't correct it, you have 10 racists that young white man yelling the n-word guilty uh, n-word guilty and everyone within earshot who allowed the abuse to continue is guilty so i think that sounds right uh yeah it, but we'll see we'll see how that happens i we'll see if byu fans uh change their tone at any point but for now that's kind of that's kind of where we're at uh let's let's move on to talk about actual football let's take a second to debrief what happened with that nebraska northwestern game in ireland uh that was extremely weird (laughs) apparently nebraska lost that game and i don't know i guess they lose uh close games a lot and it's kind of embarrassing but uh and northwestern uh is apparently supposed to be horrific and beat nebraska they had irish flag decals on their helmet which is like very fucking (laughs) weird to me i don't know why they did that uh Uh, anyway avery and i were kind of talking about this game off air and about the rationale for this but people showed up to that game uh and that crowd was really electric uh so clearly it did something for both nebraska and northwestern my question for you two is uh, i've got two questions here but my first one is should the pac-12 hold a game in a different country like like does doing that at any value for the conference and why Matt, let's start with you. You think you think the Pac-12 should start also having some games overseas or in a different country?
2: Well, listen, I would love to go to Vancouver. That sounds like a great time. Um, I don't, I don't get this at all. Like this, I, you see the NFL obviously trying to do a lot of it, and I, I definitely understand trying to expand like your business model. Um, but I'm told that this is amateurism and that, um, this isn't about, uh, a a bottom line profitability and growing a game. So, um, I'm, I'm so confused by this. Like, it makes no sense every time that they do this. Um, it, I don't get it. It's so dumb. Games should be on campus. Games should always be on campus. It does not matter what the stakes of the game are. They should be on campus. So no
1: value. Like there's no value for the, like increasing brand recognition or any of that stuff it's
2: great we can get a bunch of
1: Icelanders like rooting for Stanford (laughs) maybe they'll finally have an online presence I don't (laughs) get a few the half the fan base will be from Iceland
0: (laughs) Greg Greg, what do you think you think the Pac-12 should have some football games overseas I mean I think if the Pac-12 were to do it they'd do it in like a very funny location that is stupid and doesn't make any sense uh and that would be funny so I want it to happen (laughs) but in terms of like actual value i think it has zero value uh the only reason people watched this nebraska northwestern game is because there was nothing else on today or yesterday uh like there was there was nothing else for them to watch so that's why they watched it they didn't watch it because it was in ireland please please don't minimize austin p like that please i'm i'm, I'm very sorry <laughs> did austin p play a football game yesterday yes they did they played western kentucky i hope none of you watched a second of that be I didn't watch that. I did watch the entirety of UConn, Utah State, though. That was yeah. fantastic. Uh,
1: Connor, our buddy Connor, here in the Discord chat, saying as much as I hate to say it, Pac-12 is very vulnerable to Live stepping in with their money bags. Can I don't get the Live thing entirely. I know that it, like has something to do with Saudi Arabia or something. I have no. I literally have no clue. Matt, you're a you're a, a white guy who golf's right. Like, what is going on with this Live thing, and is it applicable to the Pac-12?
2: I, I mean, it could be. Frankly, um, there is. Saudi Arabian government and, and, you know, the oligarchs for all intents and purposes, because I don't know what their cultural name is for it. Cause you know, white guy, um, there is significant sports washing going on, trying to basically just do business with the Saudi Arabian, um, economy and, and government. And, uh, formula one is very, um, Uh, applicable there in in that realm. And that's what they're doing with live. And so stepping into the college football game and being a part of media negotiations would not surprise me at all. Quite honestly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I am. uh, I'm, I'm Fuck it. I'm going to be the lone one here. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. And uh, I think that the PAC 12 has like national university brands that they could absolutely do this. Like UCLA, sorry, not national international UCLA is an international brand. Stanford is an international academic brand cal is an international academic brand uh usca less so i think of those schools but certainly close there uh i don't know why they why they wouldn't uh of course i like how many how many of those international students that they get from like iceland or like our buddy james saying panama are gonna actually go there and start following ucla football or stanford football who knows uh, but I think it'd be I, I don't know it's worth trying I don't see why not and everyone was kind of talking about Nebraska Northwestern in Ireland like that was like a storyline what's an
2: international like academic medical research like institution or country what's a country that's known for that
1: uh, I don't know do you have one in mind
0: is this a rhetorical question oh. no
2: I have no clue no I had no idea well, you think I learned about other countries in school? Absolutely no. <laughs> Come on now.
0: We should play a football game on uh, Oxford's campus. I think that would be fun. We can have Stanford and Cal play there.
1: Oh, you're, you you want to do college football games on other college campuses internationally? Yes. I think that so is funny. that's
0: where the Pac-12 should go. That would be that would be perfect, I think. <laughs> yeah. That
1: is definitely in there. Well, all right. Let's uh, the, the follow-up question I have for you all here is if you could choose a Pac-12 game to happen in a foreign country, which foreign country do you think the Pac-12 should play football in? And what teams do you want to see play in that country? Greg, you start us off. Do you have a a country in mind and a game in mind? <laughs> wait, wait, no.
2: I'm going to interrupt. I'm way too busy. Um, top 10 countries known for uh, scientific research. Number one, United States of America. Number two, China. Ooh, Let's go
1: to China. yes. <laughs> hey, big market, I guess. I mean, it's Yeah. Who <laughs> Uh, Greg, is it China for you or is there another no, country no, no. you want to see?
0: I, uh, I hate the British, uh, naturally. And so I would like to export Colorado and Stanford <laughs> to play a game there. Uh, I think that would constitute an act of war and that's what I'm looking for. I would like to, uh, yeah, fuck the British, send them Colorado, send them Stanford, you know, profit like that's, that's what you do. You took my idea. I was going to oh. I was going to
1: pick like Colorado and Arizona state to play in Israel. Like <laughs> like an, <laughs> a, like an apartheid too. state, just a just another just <laughs> another active I, was, act wondering, of war to I aggravate. was wondering
0: while I was looking in, in the show notes, why why there was apartheid next to your name. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I needed sorry, to remind dude. myself
1: that that's what I was going to pick, but I should have gone first. But that's a good one. <laughs> Matt, do you have a do you have a preference here? Is there a pac twelve game you want to see in a different country?
2: I want UCLA and USC taking the bag to go play on top of a high rise in Tokyo.
1: Ah, yeah, that's fun. Oh, on top of a do you think they have high rises
0: big enough?
2: I don't know. I don't care.
0: <laughs> no, it's Tokyo, maybe they do.
1: To
2: be honest with those two teams, play from a thirty yard line in. That's all <laughs> I want to see actually. <laughs>
1: don't they have is am i I mistaken don't they have one of these football games on like an aircraft carrier or some shit like that like the army navy game is that
2: oh yeah they had an army army navy game like that. yeah
1: that's i could have sworn that they did i have zero clue um yeah other than that i mean i i guess you could have the top brands i top what what would uh, i want to know what would happen if uh utah played in, in a different country, like what, how Utah fans would react if they had to play in like
0: play in China. Oh my God. Can you imagine if Utah had to play a football game in China? <laughs> so man, the, the dissonance in the fan base, like, oh, are we mad because they're communist, or are we happy that they wanted us? And I imagine that most fans <laughs> uh, despite their hatred of China, would uh, I think they'd all talk, in, talk themselves into this being good actually, and being happy about it. Is that the thing that that moves Utah's left?
1: Is playing a football game. I think game that's in China. the thing.
0: That's how you move. That's how you turn Utah into communists. Is you make them play football games in China? <laughs>
2: Wild. There, there are no LDS missionaries in China. Is maybe, that true? Maybe you use that yeah, to uh-huh. to get them in. It's what Google tells me. Wow,
0: oh, fascinating. I think they they only let them into Taiwan, I think. Uh, and weird. That's so weird. Okay not bad
1: uh i i also feel like a a genuine answer like an honest to god answer is i I don't see i think the pac-12 should play in mexico city like play in uh uh stadio azteca in mexico city that'd be that that's a historic stadium holds a hundred thousand people people of mexico city i think would love it uh send in ucla and usc la schools huge uh, latinx population huge chicano mexican population in la Send them to play game in Mexico City. Although you wouldn't want the rivalry game, I guess in Mexico City. So send USC with I don't know any any Pac twelve team, Oregon. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> our buddy James in the <laughs> Discord chat. <laughs> this is the same conference that held its conference championship in Santa Clara for seven years. China would be an upgrade. <laughs> He's right. He's right. <laughs> Hold our conference championship so in true. China. <laughs> pretty good maybe easier to get to than santa clara to be honest you. i
0: think so yeah What a
1: disaster why did we do that oh it's so stupid can't believe we had santa clara as our conference championship host for seven years uh
0: all right well uh any other thoughts about foreign countries or uh, pac-12 teams playing in them play in the coliseum why not like the real coliseum send usc to play there the real coliseum <laughs>
2: That actually would be really yeah, cool. That'd yeah, be cool.
0: Yeah. Would you all travel if there was if, if Utah or if another that team happened? Met... I would absolutely go.
2: I am not traveling to another country with all that history and sightseeing to watch a college football game. That's not how I'm spending four hours of my vacation. <laughs> no chance.
0: Oh, I, I thought you were specifically talking about in the Coliseum. I would absolutely do it there. Uh, elsewhere, probably not. I would do it. It's a good excuse. to I'm go. okay
2: with that if you go by old gladiator rules. Like if if people can actually die, I'm mean,
0: <laughs> like wow. like if if David Shaw uh during the course of the game starts calling timeouts for the other team, I think the crowd should be able to give him the thumbs down and uh, right it's curtains for him. That's the only way Stanford's gonna get rid of him.
1: Uh, Guac mentioned potential free beer if internet goes down. Did this did this happen somewhere? Like they were giving out free beer free beer because the internet was out. Yeah. In the Ireland uh, Northwestern yeah. Oh that's internet. right. Yeah. In the Nebraska Northwestern game, the internet went out and they gave them free beer. Would never happen in America. Over there in Ireland they're like, Yeah, whatever. Everyone has the right to drink.
2: Well, no, it was it was far too unfair to everybody that paid for their beer. Come on now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. Put the Pac twelve in a different country, actually. Uh, okay. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, actually I'm in That'll on that. A lot of
0: fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the Pac twelve should be expanding to foreign universities that's how you expand the TV value we get that London market if we pick some school in London I don't know
2: get get Sky Sports yes. in, the, in the media exactly. negotiation <laughs> this
1: got to get into the Profit. Premier League footprint <laughs> yes uh, all right well uh, let's let's move on here Fenway,
2: Sport, Fenway Sports Group would buy a team so it, fast Come there on you
1: now. go <laughs> uh, let's move on here let's, yeah, let's take a truck stop to talk some actual news All right, we've got a bunch of old news from last week that's always the hard part about hosting a Monday at 5 a.m. episode. Uh, we miss all the Monday news dumps, but whatever, here we are. Uh, first up, Brett McMurphy tweeted that Oregon people were apparently talking to Big Ten people. He's been pretty bullish on the Big Ten taking Oregon eventually, along with some other Pac-12 teams. Uh, and apparently the Big Ten kind of set up their TV deal in a way that lets them get more money as they expand, so they're not like locked into the number of teams that they have. Uh, so it turns out the Pac-12 maybe maybe might not be safe for very long. Although who knows? Maybe this is just all smoke. Uh, can't. It's hard to get a read on this stuff. But Greg, any reactions to this piece of news?
0: Uh, no, no. I think it's entirely unsurprising. Do you do you believe it? Do I believe that Oregon people met with Big Ten people? Yeah, I do. Or, or, but... or that
1: it or that it means anything?
0: Oh, do, that it means anything? I mean, it might mean something, but I don't think it was like. I don't know. I feel like people from most teams have met with the Big Ten at this point. That's, that's probably true. Matt, what about you? Any reactions to this?
2: No, none whatsoever. This is just business as mm-hmm. usual. It shall
1: continue on. her <laughs> in the uh, in the chat saying it needs something to Oregon Spaces on Twitter. <laughs> Oregon Twitter Spaces. I've not seen Twitter. Twitter Spaces have been a little little light lately. You, been, have you noticed that?
2: I'm okay yeah, with it's that. Been I'm, okay nice with too. I'm okay with that. You know what's funny is it. that
1: the uh, the podcast of champions were talking about doing their episode live on twitter spaces and i'm like honey twitter spaces is kind of dead now like we had its moment and i i kind of think it might be over <laughs> uh i don't ever want to get old <laughs> don't let me get old i love them but i don't want to get old uh next piece of news here michael Penix is uh, officially starting over sam huard at washington Kalen deboer officially announced and it kind of sounded like dylan morris might be number two ahead of sam huard too so there's all that. Very quickly, uh, are either of y'all concerned about Sam Heward's future in Washington or maybe his future as a prospect?
2: You're telling me a legacy kid isn't working out? When when has that <laughs> ever happened?
0: <laughs> Greg, are you surprised by this? Uh, no, nah, I'm unsurprised. Uh, yeah, I
1: Unsurprised? Mean, like, that, that Dylan Morris is getting even the number two spot okay, ahead? Of that's him?
0: a little bit more surprising, but okay. even then, like, I don't know. It just seems like Sam Heward has a ways to go. Yeah, seems very young.
1: And that's fine. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's hard with five-star QBs like that. Like, he's gotta start him at some point. No. Okay. I mean, transfer. Is he a transfer candidate in the coming months?
0: Yeah, I think he is. Uh, okay. Washington fans would... are convinced that he's not. He's absolutely not going to transfer. I mean, he might not, but like, would it be that surprising if he did? No.
2: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he still plays this year. Like, Penix isn't the. The, the trophy of, of health or anything. So. That's a good
1: point. Although Michael Penix does have another year of eligibility. People are forgetting that. He could come back the next year if he does a pretty good job this year and doesn't want to leave. So that's uh, entirely entirely possible. Uh, okay, next piece of news here team captains were announced for several teams, but one noteworthy one we've talked about this a little bit uh, Oregon State backup quarterback and former starter Tristan Jebia was named the captain and not current starter starting quarterback chance nolan i thought this seemed a little bit weird um a lot like how cam rising was kind of voted for the captain for utah in 2021 but charlie brewer kind of got the start uh so and our our buddy zach actually putting in some interesting context here that he doesn't even think tristan jebbia is is even the second string quarterback i don't know who it would be is sam neuer still there i'm not sure (laughs) uh anyway greg is there a
0: qb controversy in corvallis should you be worried I don't think so. I mean, like, maybe Jevia is just, like, a a really nice guy to be around, good leader. Backup quarterbacks are captains sometimes, doesn't always mean something. Uh, I don't think anybody in that QB room, unless, uh, as Zach is saying, he's saying, Gil Branson is the the second string, unless he's good. I mean, I haven't seen him, but if he is anything like the other guys they've had behind Nolan, uh, I think Nolan's better enough than all the other people that there will not be a controversy there matt you worried about a
2: they they have special team they have special teams captains i I think
1: it's fine <laughs> okay all right i mean seems I, like i think it's fine. seems like chance nolan is the presumptive starting qb but you never know i don't know Christian jimby's been there for a while you're right uh <laughs> zach in the chat uh is an oregon state fan we don't need a quarterback we need someone to hand the ball off <laughs> uh yeah they and and also to keep jonathan smith from calling pass plays on uh first and 10 just never do it
2: <laughs> which if if Jebby is doing the signal calling all right i'm seeing i'm seeing the 3d chess i'm seeing the vision
1: <laughs> uh, all right yeah hopefully it doesn't and Oregon that'll have a great season okay let's move on We've got our first slate of Pac 12 football games. First ever, finally, after uh, a very long and uniquely eventful offseason, we finally have some Pac 12 games. So let's go on and do some predictions. Oh, I've missed that music so much. It's time to make predictions for opening week of the Pac 12 football slate first up northern arizona travels to tempe to play asu on thursday night 7 p.m pacific this is the game that we're going to be watching along together on our patreon discord uh, i don't have a line on this game because it's an fcs game but nd nau did beat arizona last year are the lumberjacks of Flagstaff going to take down both arizona schools in back-to-back years
0: greg you start arizona state's going to beat the shit out of them so no okay
2: okay matt I want to take them so bad. Um, I think Arizona State. I'm picking Arizona State, but man, I would take the points if we had a line on this thing.
1: Yeah, I'll take Arizona State too, but man, if this is even competitive, oh, that's going to be so funny. I would lose my shit. Uh, It'd be a very bad omen for Arizona State. They'd be on quit watch immediately. Um, Second game here. TCU traveling to Boulder to play Colorado on a Friday night. TCU is an 11-point favorite.
0: Matt, who wins, who covers?
2: Uh, TCU and covers, like, big.
0: This is, uh, this is Greg's, uh, gamble of the week. I got this line at, uh, eight and a half a few weeks ago. It's moved to 11. You know, clearly the books are worried. They've seen that people know Colorado sucks and sucks harder than they're expecting, but they still haven't moved it enough. I am very happy t- taking TCU up to, like, three touchdowns, so, uh... Bet your house on TCU; they're going to cover.
1: Yeah, uh, I think they're going to cover. <laughs> I mean, the game is in Boulder. It's don't on care. a Friday night. Don't
0: care. But oh, man, I
1: think Colorado is just going to be horrific. <laughs> <I> don't care. <laughs> All right, yeah, TCU to cover. I don't. I don't know why I'm second guessing this one. Uh, next up, Saturday, 11:30 a.m. Bowling Green traveling to UCLA. UCLA, a 23 and a half point favorite. Greg, who wins, who covers?
0: Uh, UCLA. I'm confident they're going to win. I think that's a good line. I'll just say they barely don't cover. Okay, Matt.
2: Yeah, I think UCLA covers. Screw it.
0: Yeah, I.
1: God, this fucking UCLA team. I'm gonna say they don't cover. I say they win, obviously, but they uh, they're not gonna be able to cover 23 and a half points. For one reason or another, I'm not gonna say why. I kind of think it's because they it won't be that good, but that's fine. Uh an hour later, same day, Saturday, 1230 Pacific, Oregon traveling to Atlanta for a neutral site in quotes, uh game to take on defending champions. Georgia, Oregon, 17 and a half point underdog. Matt, who wins who covers?
2: Back the pack. Oregon's a big ten team. Uh Georgia will win.
1: Okay. <laughs> so they're cover <laughs> they're covering though. You got them covering.
2: I do have I do have Oregon covering.
1: Greg?
0: i think george is gonna win and cover uh i don't i don't have a ton of faith in oregon being able to handle a team that has much better talent and will also be better coached
1: Uh, first this is a tough first game for (laughs) that coaching staff which uh Mm -hmm. we have talked about over and over again as being really inexperienced they could be great they could be talented uh, as a coaching staff but they're just so inexperienced this is gonna be a learning moment for them i'm gonna say uh oregon's gonna lose this game and and georgia will cover i think and i don't think it'll affect their season negatively in any way i think it's it might just be you know that game our buddy zach tell, reminding us that sense bennett is the quarterback for georgia and that they won't cover but we'll we'll see about that
2: bo <laughs> nicks <laughs> like this game is this game it has so much bonex potential they could oregon could lose by 50 or win <laughs> like
1: i have no idea uh who knows if it's another if oregon wins we're going nuts we're doing major pac-12 propaganda that'd be very funny uh okay same time slot there's yeah. Arizo- dark horse for the heisman <laughs> for sure 12 30 pacific arizona traveling to san diego state to open up sdsu's brand new stadium arizona a five and a half point underdog
0: greg who wins who covers Ooh, i mean like i just hate san diego state so uh arizona wins and covers fuck uh fuck san diego state
1: oh arizona wins greg okay you've been down on arizona this entire yeah. fucking yeah. time and now, yeah. now we it's got here. him ladies and gentlemen here's
0: the thing <laughs> Arizona can win this game. Arizona can win this game and still have three wins because they still have to play Mississippi State and North Dakota State. Okay.
1: Okay, so you're going to pick the other you're going to pick the other ones. You're going to pick those as losses yeah. then. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm going to pick those as losses. Why for did you Arizona. pick this one?
1: Why did you pick this one as a win then? I don't I don't because understand. Because fuck been, San Diego
0: this, State. That's why.
1: This, this entire time all offseason you've been telling us no you're fucking crazy. Arizona's going to be terrible. They're going to be horrible. Yeah, They're going to be I disgusting. I still think they'll be bad. And and here I still you think they'll be
0: a three-win team. They got their free-
1: asses—they got their asses kicked, Greg, by at San Diego State
0: last year. This is a new year. This is a new year. Hold on, I'm going
2: to Greg. I'm going to mute you. Can we mute
0: Greg? <laughs> Matt, Arizona who, wins and covers, and then has two more wins for the rest of the season. That's what's going to happen.
1: That's if they win this game, they're 100% going bowling. I'd put money I'm on the that. Fucking If They not. win this game, they are going six and six. Matt, I, I refuse to take uh,
0: San Diego State. Otherwise, I would. <laughs>
1: Okay, Matt. Who wins? Who covers?
2: Uh, this is our sickos game of the week. I just changed my <laughs> mind.
0: Oh yeah!
2: Ew! Like oh, what the fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how San Diego State can have a five and a half point uh, line on this if they can't even score five and a half points <laughs> like this you can no longer flip the field. The offense is not gonna be improved and they have a good defense. I, unquestionably, I have Arizona on the money line. Don't even need the points, but we'll take them. Arizona is definitely winning this football game.
1: Uh, it's hard because this game is in San Diego State. I will say, there's a lot of hype in the city of San Diego for this new stadium. I mean, it's small, but like people are really excited about it. This will be the first event for this new stadium And I think it's going to be a raucous crowd, but, oh, Arizona is so enticing.
2: You know your football team is good when there's a lot of hype for a building. (laughs) Yep, that's going to do (sighs) it.
1: Fuck. Uh, All right, I'm going to... uh, Jaden Delores' first game, how do we think he's going to do? All right, I'm going to say Arizona wins. I'll take Arizona. It's not a long trip. Why did they do a home-and-home with San Diego State? I find that so silly, but I guess they're Arizona. It's not like they're like some other big brand name, but...
2: Utah's in the middle. Yeah, of Yeah, that's
1: fair. Uh, Arizona. Um, so I'll take uh, I'll take the Wildcats to win this game, hopefully, and then they'll go bowl eligible. I need Avery. I need Avery to pick San
2: Diego State so bad. I can't have us all picking this.
1: Oh, I've got I've got I forgot to read through. I'll I'll read them at the end here to to make sure that we're getting to our picks. I got to pull them up. Uh, okay, 1 p.m. Cal hosting. UC Davis. No line on this one again uh, because my app doesn't set lines for FCS teams, but Matt any chance UC Davis wins this one? No.
2: no I think this is going to be the one that we immediately get a bunch of people yelling at us for saying that Cal was going to be bad. Because um, I bet Cal puts up more points in this game than they do all
1: season. <laughs> I don't know anything about UC Davis. Uh, it's you know, I, you would imagine if, if I have to, I'll say this right now. If Cal does not beat UC Davis by like 21 points, uh, I may admit to, I may admit that y'all are right and that uh, Berkeley is going to be some dog shit this year. But I don't think so. I think they're going to beat the fuck out of them. Uh, I'll, I'll pick Cal here to win by a lot,
0: like four touchdowns. Greg? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Cal's going to win by a lot. You're going to gloat. And then Cal is not going to win by a lot for the rest of the year. Okay. All right. 3 p.m. Pacific, Rice is traveling to L.A. to play USC. USC, 34-point favorites. Greg, who wins, who covers? USC's going to win. 34 is a very big number. Huge. But also, I really think USC will want to pour it on. Uh, I, I'll take Rice covering on principle, but like, you should not bet on this game. Do not <laughs> bet on this game. I would not. I would stay far away from this one. I just don't know. Is Lincoln
1: Riley gonna get them fired up? Is there gonna be some growing pains? There's a lot of variation in this game. Thirty-four points is massive. I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna stay very far away from this. Matt, what do you what do you think? Who wins? Who covers?
2: Uh, yeah, I think USC is gonna to try to score a hundred. Um, they might also try to give up a hundred. I, I don't know if they will, but um, smash the over in this game. This is how we gamble this game. Greg. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hundred percent. USC will win this and like try to score 100.
1: I was going to say, I don't think their defense is going to be that bad. Uh, Everyone is convinced that their defense is going to carry over from last year and be that horrific. Uh, I doubt it very much. Uh, I'm not picking USC to cover this. I'm going to say Rice covers. USC is going to win by a lot, but 34 points is... That's like an Alabama spread or something. And for a team that is just starting with its new head coach, could go through some growing pains, has a lot of culture shifting to do. No, but USC will win. So that's that's at least easy. All right, 4 p.m. Pacific, the other big marked key game for the Pac-12's flag bearer, Utah. They're traveling to the Swamp to play Florida. Utah is a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. Matt, who wins, who covers?
2: Utah definitely gets this one. I Florida is a soft team. They <laughs> just think they are.
1: But they've got a new head coach, Billy Napier. You know, no no faith in
0: him. I don't know anything about him, but no faith in him. Yeah, okay. same. Don't okay. care. <laughs> Greg, Greg, who wins, who covers? I'm conflicted. Florida could totally win this game, but I'm also going to take Utah to win and ah. cover because it's a very small line. You know, if Utah wins, I don't think they'll win by one point. Uh,. So, yeah, I think Utah to, w- Utah to win and cover, but Florida's got a lot of talent, and I think Napier's a really good coach, so they could do it. I, I think that Utah
1: should win this game. Utah, I will say, uh, we've said this multiple times, Utah has to win this game. They just kind of have to. Like, I get, like, they could still get to the Rose Bowl and all this other stuff, but, like, for the respectability of the conference, especially if Oregon is going to lose to Georgia, Utah has to beat Florida. Like, that's a middle-of-the-pack SEC team, probably, and Utah is the Pac-12's flag bearer. Like, they absolutely have to win that game for any sort of national respectability for the league, which is a lot of pressure. But uh, Utah, I think, responds well. I don't think they collapse to high expectations. I think they just kind of do their thing. They're consistent uh do either of y'all buy this idea by the way i've seen this going around on twitter that uh, utah is going to struggle with the humidity in florida i think the florida fans are peddling this
0: i'm sure it will be a factor but it's in the same way that utah fans like to talk about the altitude and how much it's going to affect the other teams when how often does it really affect the other teams i don't think a lot i'm sure it will be a thing that utah has to prepare for and i know they are preparing for but like it's not going to be the difference maker in the game, I don't think. Matt, do you have or do you buy
1: do you buy into this theory here that uh, the humidity is going to fuck with Utah?
2: I buy that humidity is a thing. I also I you have every single college football like national writer talking about how Utah would play you on the moon. Like they don't give a shit. And but humidity is going to do it? Like no, that's not going to be the difference in the yeah, ball. And I know
0: Utah's practicing in a facility that is like blaring loud noise and super, super humid. So, I guess they'll be ready. Uh, I... That seems very weird to me that they
1: have a facility that simulates humidity, but, uh... Yeah, I'm gonna pick Utah to win. Uh, I'll pick them to cover because, again, a a two-and-a-half point road favorite is... Two-and-a-half point favorite, basically, is is close to a pick-em. Yeah, I'll pick Utah, uh, and, uh, if Utah beats Florida, if they beat them handily, uh... Utah's gonna get like number three votes here. They'll probably end up number three in in the AP poll, probably if they if they handle business against Florida. You don't think so, Matt? No chance. Florida's, Florida's not, not ranked. ranked. Okay. okay, all right, that's fair. Uh, 5 p.m. Colgate traveling to Palo Alto to play Stanford. Uh, no line because
0: again, Colgate is FCS. Greg, what's the likelihood that Stanford loses? It's, it's certainly possible. It is possible. However. I still think Stanford will win. Okay. By how many? I'll say 21 points. Okay. Matt?
2: Need a big one for the fantasy team out of Tanner McKee here. Um, (laughs) Are you
0: starting him? Really?
2: We're we're needing it. Hell yeah, I'm starting him. Are you kidding me? You have Caleb Williams, don't you? Oh, no. No, I have Cam Rising. I'm trying to get Caleb Williams. (laughs) Um, I got a great bet there, or a great trade offer there that won't get accepted. But no, I have Cam Rising. So hell yeah, I'm starting Tanner McKee instead of Cam Rising
1: in the swamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Good
1: idea. Uh, so just so people know, we're talking about our Pac-12 Fantasy League team that we've set up. Uh, and everyone always bullies me for taking Emery Jones. But
0: again, I missed the draft. It auto-drafted Emery Jones at quarterback for me. Emery Jones, as a fantasy player, is honestly probably going to be pretty good because he runs so much.
2: Could be. Could oh, be. okay.
0: Okay. That's fair. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh,
1: yeah, I have Stanford winning this game. Uh, I think they'll. Mm, I think they might struggle a little bit. I'm gonna say by 14, so uh, which is not a huge margin. Okay, 6:30 p.m. Idaho traveling to Pullman to play Washington State in Cam Ward's debut. No line once again because FCS. But Matt, how many is Washington State? Winning I'm excited
2: by? to see this one. I think that Washington State could also try to score 100. So I'm I'm like actually really excited to see Cam Ward here. Um, Washington State wins big I'm, I'm all in on that I'm not worried about that at all um, I'm, I'm excited to see how this looks
0: Greg? Uh, I don't know uh, Utah, Washington State I should say uh, has a bad habit of letting bad teams challenge them uh, but I think they'll win by, I, I, I would like to take the over in this game Uh, I think Washington State will score a lot, and I think they'll probably give up some points too, but I'll say Washington State wins by, like, four touchdowns.
1: Zach, I did not know this. Uh, Zach, in our uh, Discord chat here, is saying that Idaho is only seven miles away from Washington State. I just looked it up. It's an eight-minute drive to go from Idaho to Washington State. (laughs) Idaho
0: the state or Idaho University? The University.
1: No! Shut up! The University of Idaho is is an eight-minute drive to washington state Did i saw a conspiracy
0: theory the other day that said uh <laughs> idaho and washington state like teamed up to burn each other's stadiums so that they could get new ones uh like Ooh. it was really interesting apparently <laughs> they, like, they, both, fraud. they both burned down like very quickly like very close to each other in terms of like time and uh both of them were ruled to be arson And apparently there were rumors that, like, Washington State's athletic department was telling the frats to burn them down.
2: (laughs) This is fascinating to me. I I was on, like, University of Idaho's um, campus, like, three years ago. I'm so mad I didn't know that Washington State was that close. (laughs)
1: that's so bizarre yeah match you were literally seven miles away What the hell no shit i wonder uh i want to go to a game in pullman i wonder if i should have flown in somewhere else can i fly into an airport in moscow idaho no 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 fucking clue uh they should they should burn down their stadiums and share sure share one why not they're so close they can put it right in the middle
0: well i think that's why they burned down uh washington state stadium is because they didn't want to share the stadium because, like, Idaho burned theirs oh, down so they could, like, get a new one, I think. And then they were going to have to play in Washington State, so they didn't want to do that, so they burned Washington State's, too.
2: Man, they got a highway oh and everything connected them. Holy cow.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, like, one straight shot. Like, you don't have to, like, do any weird back road shit. amazing. What the fuck? My mind is blown by this. I knew Washington State was close. That's a That's a bike ride, man. It's a 34. You can bike 34 minutes. You'd go from University of Idaho to Washington State. What the hell? It's like we live in the Northeast or something. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've got Washington State winning this one by like five touchdowns. Uh, I think they're going to win by like 35 points or something like that. Uh, Next up, Pac-12 After Dark begins officially. Uh, Boise State traveling to the graveyard to play Oregon State... The Beavlet are favored by three points. Greg, who wins who covers? That's
0: really, 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 really tough because Boise is supposed to be really no, good it's this not. year. Come but on, I am an Andy Avalos hater. So go Beeves. They're going to win and cover. The
2: half stadium is just way too much for Boise to handle. Um, absolutely, Oregon State wins and covers. Got all the vibes on their side here.
1: Yeah, if Oregon State comes out, I'm going to say right now, Oregon State comes out and like beats the shit out of Boise State. I, the, the Oregon State 10-2 and 2 agenda is, uh... It'll be thriving. It'll yeah. be thriving. <laughs> I, uh, do... I, did you all say, were you all the ones saying that Boise State might not be that good this year?
0: I think Boise State's yeah, going to be they, really good this they year. They should probably okay. win the Mountain West. It's like them okay. and Fresno. Uh-huh. Uh, Oh, apparently yeah. Boise State's O line gave up a shit ton of sacks last year. Oh, Zach, good, good pull. Twenty
1: nine sacks. It's gonna be an interesting exercise and test for Oregon State's defensive well, line. Respectfully,
2: Zach, I'm a little concerned at, at your knowledge of truck stops and mid major truck stops at that. This is <laughs> is this in preparation for Just, Oregon State's future I, I, or is a am... result? I don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, he's, I am certain he didn't he's, just he says remem- he's memorize that stat. I'm certain he just wasn't like, oh yeah, uh, Boise State knows, has 29 sacks. Uh, gave up 29 sacks. Uh, yeah, I think I think Oregon State's going to win big. Uh, I think if they win big, it's going to do a lot for their respectability. They play Fresno State in Fresno the following week. If they come out of that 2-0, we've talked about it so many times, this team might be really good.
0: Uh, So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Oregon the State. The thing that worries me uh, the thing that worries me is uh, they did play Utah State in the bowl game, Utah State, who won the Mountain West last year, and they got Bowl games badly. don't matter, Greg. Jesus Christ. They're bowl games, Greg. Are I you 12? I think they might matter for Utah State and Oregon State, though.
2: You, sir, are an unbiased national Pac-12 reporter. Learn ball.
0: My bad. My bad. <laughs> oh, uh,
1: Okay. So we all have Oregon State. uh and we'll see. Uh, this is gonna be at home, so it'll be probably fine. Uh, finally, last one here. Washington gets to avenge the last time that they were heavily favored over a lesser team on opening night. Hopefully, this one goes more favorably for them. The host, Kent State, in Seattle. At least it's not an FCS team. Uh, the dogs are 21 and a half point favorites. Matt, does Washington win and cover?
2: Good lord, no, they don't cover. No chance they cover that. Um, I do. Oh come I on. do think they win but man I want to pine for Kent State right now I don't think they're actually going to be that good <laughs> at all And like, but I didn't I don't know yeah no Um, I'll pick Washington I don't think they cover
0: I'm feeling pretty similarly I think 21 and a half like if it was if it was 20 and a half I'd take I'd take Washington to cover but uh, 21 and a half I just probably won't bet it I think they'll win though I'd be really surprised if they don't
1: uh, I have another secret agenda that I, I stumbled into. I don't really care about Washington that much, or I'm invested in their success in any substantive way. But I do think Washington's going to beat the hell out of Kent State. I think that they i mean, their offense will be significantly better just because they have an offensive coach coming in. I'm hearing pretty good things. They've got a good cadre of receivers. They have a pretty decent offensive line. I don't see why not. I think—I th- think they will. Beat the absolute piss out of uh, out of Kent State.
2: It's preseason. I got it. SP Plus has Kent State as the 125th ranked defense
0: preseason. Oh come One. on,
1: <laughs> come on! They're not going to cover. Tw- you want to take? You want to take it back? You you could take it back.
0: Nah. Uh, I I will. I might actually bet on this game after hearing that. <laughs> oh wow! Complete sicko.
2: Nah, the stink. <laughs> The stink of John Donovan is still on the wall. That that doesn't just wash out. You can't paint over that.
0: <laughs> uh. that that's gonna linger. Hey, John Donovan had a good game. Hey, John Donovan had a good game against Arkansas State last year. Oh my, remember- Kent State is pretty similar. <laughs> no,
1: remember when uh, Washington fans were telling us that they uh, that they did well against Arkansas State because they finally like. Removed John Changed Donovan from play-calling duties yep. and all this other stuff, and then they <laughs> and went he and was like back the next week. Yeah, <laughs> they were convinced that John Donovan had got like locked up in a cage somewhere, and uh, it was all going to be good. Then and then it did not get better. <laughs> uh, I did I already say my pick yet? Yeah, I think they're going to beat the shit out of uh, Washington. I mean, Kent State. Washington will beat the shit out of Kent State. Uh, I don't know why they why they would compete. 125th in SB Plus in defense for Kent State. Pfft, fuck that. Yeah, I think they're gonna absolutely win. And They still have some talent all over.
2: We did not disagree on a single pick. The, the hive mind is. We got to break this up. This is not. Okay. Wow. <gasps> see this is see and wow. you all
1: see now I'm committed to picking the right games because you all made fun of me last year. I was intentionally committed trying last girl- year to yes, to she- give us some content yeah, yeah. and some talking
0: points. <laughs> <You're> so <laughs> full- <laughs> <shit>. <laughs>
1: all right let me read uh grapes picks real quick here just all of them at once uh she has arizona state beating northern arizona rightfully so tcu beating colorado she has ucla beating bowling green uh uw beating kent state uh oregon losing to georgia arizona beating san diego state she has cal beating uc davis uh she has usc beating rice utah beating florida Stanford beating Colgate, Washington State beating Idaho, and Oregon State beating Boise State. Oh, no. So that's God. that's another down the line, right? Are we uh, are we all just on the same look page? This is so bad. Crap. <sighs> Am I going to swerve? Or are you all going to make me swerve?
2: I don't know. I might. Gonna, I might hedge like, on a Florida mm, bet though. I might and Colgate. I might. I might put something down on the Colgate. The old emotional.
0: <laughs> <itch. one>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> do I want to swerve? Okay. Anyone want to swerve on their picks to differentiate us? I just I don't have the heart to do it, but I'm going to swerve on Arizona. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and Matt put me down for San Diego State. Right. I think they I think they win. See, I don't I, think they cover.
0: I think San Diego State should win. However, I will I just refuse to pick them in anything. And so, uh, like I'm doing what you did with BYU last year.
2: Okay. My my problem is looking yeah. at the slate. Like the only one that I actually want to swerve on is
1: Colorado. <laughs> that's
2: funny.
0: no way what Come on. <laughs> <Wow>. Jesus,
1: <laughs> what is wrong with you <laughs> I know I know of all the ones that was literally Greg's no, gamble I know, <laughs> I know it
0: you, you can't be doing
1: that <laughs> uh, yeah I'll swear put me down for San Diego State uh, and, and we'll at least have a couple of differentiation uh, Connor just posted in here right at the last second uh, stock prices on I guess this website symbol uh, S i m b u l l stock prices for the Pac-12. Okay, I'm gonna read. We're gonna read them out loud, and I want y'all to want y'all to react to them. Okay. Number one here on the stock price: Utah, thirty-five dollars twenty-four cents. Oregon, number two at thirty-four dollars eighty-eight cents. USC, thirty-two dollars and six cents. UW, twenty-nine dollars nine cents. UCLA twenty six ninety eight. I think they're the next one. Stanford twenty six dollars and eighteen cents. Sell that if you have Stanford stock for whatever reason. Sell, 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 sell. that shit. Oh my god. Uh, then I think it's Arizona oh, State. It's Walmart stock, man. Don't sell that. <laughs> it's Arizona <laughs> Arizona State twenty four dollars forty two cents. Uh, they're the next one. Washington State twenty three dollars and four cents. After that, I'm having a hard time. They're not quite in order. I think it's Cal, it looks like, at $19.88. Then it's... Oh, no, sorry. Oregon State at $18. Oh, and then it's Oregon State at $18.66. Yeah. Buy that.
0: Wow. You yeah, absolutely Cal? buy the Oregon State stock. As, as
1: always. Always
0: buy Oregon State stock.
2: We're putting all of our Patreon dollars into that. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And then Colorado dead last at $15.81. I would sell that even further. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oregon State is is. Uh, we even said it in our like mock stock episode. Which sh- you should buy Oregon State stock for their win and, totals and everything else. I went and put yeah, some money and on for Oregon State to get more than five wins. And Arizona, where is Arizona at? Eighteen dollars twenty six cents. Yeah. That's pretty high considering. Considering that's as much as Oregon State. uh Maybe Oregon State is just way too low, but.
2: Considering it's less than Cal and eight dollars less than Stanford. Like,
1: uh, Matt, you were saying that USC is too high, also on this uh, stock price. Way too high.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my goodness! They should be the same as UCLA.
1: Oh, I don't know about that.
0: I I would trust. Okay, Greg, do you have any reactions that you agree? Um, I would I would buy now because maybe I'd buy some now. I think I'll also buy some at the end of the year because after this year, I don't think it's ever getting lower than it is now. Yeah, that's, that's probably true. It's actually not a bad idea to buy now, then.
2: I'm holding out for the Fresno State loss.
0: Okay, that, yeah, that might be a good idea, but it's just a little bit of a risk there. They're losing to Oregon State.
1: I think they're losing to Oregon State. Uh, that game's in Corvallis, and it's early
0: on, uh, but,
1: but we'll see. All right, well, that's that. We're really excited for Pac-12 football to be finally back. Uh, remember... If you want to follow along with us as we watch the Pac-12 opener between Arizona State and NAU on Thursday night, go to our Patreon at notruckstops.com. Or if you want to come stream our live recording of our main episodes, which we just did now, it was great to talk with folks as we were doing that. Go to our Patreon again at notruckstops.com. We record those at 10:15 a.m. Pacific on our Patreon Discord. All right. That's Greg. That's Matt. Avery wasn't here. We miss her. I'm Carlos. Thank you for listening. And remember, there are no truck stops here. Not even one. Love you, chat.
2: The crowd vibes in,
0: the coffee's kicking, and my patient to everything. Said I'm lonelier than a single sex on a quiet city street. Things aren't always clean up on the sunny side of the street. And I don't mind if the sun don't shine. Lock you with well, those suits we find. Pouring up the best wine on the bottom. Superstar